2: is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all this is the mike gallagher show and
3: the fact that we have
2: not cleaned up the,
0: the the train crash the fact that these chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people
1: who live in east Palestine. so when they're telling you that the two things you cannot have are guns and prayer you know for a fact that those are the two things you need most big labor unions have
4: taken over public education that's bad for parents bad for kids Bad for
2: America. Now, from the relieffactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher.
4: Earlier this week, Charlie Kirk, on his radio and podcast and his platforms, said that what's happening to the people of eastern Ohio after this train derailment is an example of a, the latest salvo in the war against white people. And a lot of people, of course, took exception to that. That's terrible. That's awful. That's provocative. What do you, how do you explain the federal government turning down Ohio's request for federal disaster aid? Let me get this straight. A, tr- a major train derailment occurs with all kinds of toxic conditions being created. It happened in rural Ohio with an overwhelming percentage of white lower- and middle-class citizens who are terrified. Videos are emerging looking showing what the condition of the water is, dogs and pets getting sick, chickens dying, birds, fish dying. The Republican governor there requests federal assistance, and the Biden administration's FEMA turned them down. Sorry. No can do. If you consider what would be happening right now, they gave all kinds of federal assistance to the people of Flint, Michigan. They gave all kinds of financial assistance to the people of Katrina, to people who have suffered mightily as a result of some disaster. And and we've got a transportation secretary who says there's not really a lot to see here because... There are a thousand cases a year of train derailments. A thousand a year? Are, are 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 you serious? Did you know that we have a thousand train derailments a year in the United States? Here was Mayor Pete, or as the residents of East Palestine are now calling him, Pistol Pete, downplaying this. Massive train derailment in eastern Ohio on Yahoo News.
3: Uh, look, rail safety is something that uh, uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done. Because uh, while this uh, horrible situation ha- has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. Uh, obviously, they, they have levels of severity. But where all of that points us to is a need to continue to raise the bar on rail safety. And that's especially true when it comes to to rail that involves hazardous materials. Now, this train was subject to uh, certain enhanced requirements because of the hazardous materials on board. But obviously, none of that prevented what happened in East Palestine.
4: Now, wait a minute. There's so much to unpack there. But I, if you're listening to Mayor Pete's comments, I got to believe the first thing that astounds you is that the Transportation Secretary... Just seems to shrug off a 1,000 train derailments a year. Here was Tucker Carlson's response to all of that last night on Fox News. Oh, wait
1: a second. You think East Palestine is a big deal? A 1,000 trains derail every year in the United States, says Pete Buttigieg, who presumably has the stats on it. Did you know that? Are you okay with a 1,000 trains a year derailing in your country? Don't a lot of these trains carry highly dangerous chemicals through highly populated areas? Yeah. So, if you were Pete Buttigieg, put yourself in his tiny position for a moment. If you were him, wouldn't fixing that, this ongoing disaster, be your very first priority? Well, of course it would be, but you're not Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg doesn't care about trains derailing, he cares about equity. Trains derailing, that's fine. You're fine. You're so fine that the people who show up to test the air and the water after a train derailment are wearing hazmat suits, because the air and water are perfectly safe as long as you're wearing a hazmat suit.
4: That's a reasonable reaction, isn't it? Isn't Tucker's reaction a reasonable thing to say? Wait, we have a thousand train derailments a year, and you're worried about not enough white construct or not enough. People of color on construction sites. Too many white construction workers. You have got to be serious. Are you serious? You're worried about climate change? And I would add that to Mayor Pete. He has said it. The most important thing for transportation is climate change. Well, the climate's changing when there's a mushroom cloud that erupts over East Palestine over a controlled burn of toxic chemicals. Yeah, that's climate change, all right. I didn't think that's what you meant. And seriously, this is a guy after the East Palestine disastrous train derailment was complaining about too many white construction workers in America. I mean, look it up. We can play it for you again if you want to hear it. Has there ever been a a more embarrassing, disastrous official in the federal government than this guy? And, of course, why would we be shocked? What's Pete Buttigieg's qualification to be the transportation secretary? The mayor of South Bend, Indiana? Tell me you're kidding me. And, of course, now the chickens are coming home to roost. Now we're seeing what happens when you put somebody in a position where he is clearly over his head. First of all, too many white construction workers, that's laughable. Everybody, who sees too many white construction workers on the job sites, on America's roads and highways? When you get Joe Rogan's attention on something like this, now that's saying something. Here was podcaster Joe Rogan's response to Mayor Pete complaining about too many white construction workers in America.
3: Do you know that he gave a speech the other day about how there's too many white people working in construction sites, where these construction sites are set up in these communities where the people in the community could benefit from it, which shows a profound lack of understanding of skilled labor. Because if you're talking about people that are carpenters and people that are plumbers and people that are electricians and people that are framers and roofers, like that's skilled labor yeah like you have to hire people that are really good at that and if they don't exist in that community you have to hire them from outside that community that's why those unions are important that's why it's it's important that look if you see what happens when you have unskilled labor and unskilled people working on buildings you're fucking disasters yeah he's a smart
4: guy and uh, he's of course he's right Senator Marco Rubio has urged President Biden to request the immediate resignation of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, calling him incompetent and disengaged. That is a a very apt description of Mayor Pete, don't you think? Incompetent and disengaged are polite ways to describe this guy's disastrous tenure as Transportation Secretary. 1 800 655 Mike, welcome aboard. It's Friday, February 17th. Great to have you here in the relieffactor.com studios. A lot of breaking news today. We got to talk about Senator Fetterman. We got to talk about the balloons. We got to talk about Don Lemon. But Pete Buttigieg is currently the Don Lemon of the federal government. Don Lemon's in the hot seat. Uh so's Mayor Pete. Maybe, just maybe, something's going to get done about it, huh?
2: 800-655 Mike, I hope you join us. You jam our talk lines every day, and we're glad you do. So if you have something on your mind and you can't get through, leave us a voicemail. Call 800-655 Mike and press option 2 to get it off your chest and maybe on the air. On the Mike Gallagher show. Come on, my
0: Got no time to
4: My pillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped my pillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream bed sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as twenty nine ninety-eight with our listener promo code Mike G. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on Earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800 928 6034. 800 928 6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800 928 6034. 800 928 6034. Or go to mypillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code Mike G. Mypillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Mypillow.com. Promo code, MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. Mike G or call eight hundred nine two eight six oh three four like we love to sing. For the best night sleep in the whole wide world visit mypillow.com. Promo code Mike G.
2: Don't- Mike Gallagher. Breaking now on the Mike Gallagher Show.
4: The Biden administration has turned down a request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine in the aftermath of the East Palestine train derailment. FEMA told Ohio State government it's not eligible for any disaster assistance to help the community recover from the toxic spill. Picture a train derailment in a minority community. Picture what the media would be doing if the Trump administration turned down a massive train derailment in Atlanta, Georgia. Imagine the outrage. I mean, I think about that a lot. Think about what the media would be doing to the Trump administration if they were shooting down weather balloons. And in one case, missing. I'm sure they'd be very kind and respectful and gracious, wouldn't they? And again, 1,000 train derailments a year, that's three a day. Our rail system is so awful that we have a 1,000 train derailments each year in America? And evidently, that number is true. And Buttigieg is right. There's varying degrees of, of disaster, I guess. But a train derailment is a train derailment. Guess what? If there's any silver lining to this, Mayor Pete is often mentioned as a viable presidential candidate someday. It ain't going to be Biden next year. I think it'll be Gavin Newsom. But on that short list, you often hear people say, Pete Buttigieg, no more. Not after this. There's no way. Democrats can't defend this. There's just no way. Pete Buttigieg is done as a national political figure. He has botched his duties as transport. He's, not, he's nowhere to be found. Where is he? Why don't you go to East Palestine? You're the transportation secretary. Hold a press conference. Show some concern for the people of East Ohio. Show some empathy. Show as much empathy to the people who are having to move out of their homes, and, and they're coughing, and they're hacking up, and they've got headaches, and dead animals, and pets... Show them as much compassion as you show black and brown construction workers. 655 Mike Ricks in Montana, the beautiful state of Montana that I got to go visit someday. How you doing, Rick? Uh, you're welcome here, sir. Can't wait, can't wait. One day, the one day. Bucket list. What's going on, Rick? What do you make of all this? Um, we used to have a major.
5: Switch section in Missoula, Montana, and while they were moving around trains, occasionally they would bump too hard and knock a train off of its track. Wow. Is that is that the thousandth
4: that's a good question, I wonder what I mean Yuri did some research. Let me bring my video producer into this conversation in a few minutes because Yuri was checking it out last night. Hey, Yuri, tell me what you found because again, this was stunning when Mayor Pete is on uh t v saying there's a thousand a year, you called and or you looked it up and you were able to confirm it?
6: Yeah, I did the math, and it comes out to over two point seven trail derailments. Each day, if you break it up into three sixty-five days a year, but did
4: you did you confirm the number though that there's this many happening in America? Yeah, approximately.
3: I wow. think it's insane, but I think they also count the trail derailments with minimal damage. But still, there's a whole wide variety of range with how yeah. bad these trail derailments really well, are. Well,
4: like the guy, like the guy in Montana just said. I guess here, David in Rockport, Indiana has, has some input on this as well. Hi, David, how you doing?
6: I'm doing all right. Yeah, I used about eight years ago for about a year. I fueled trains. I'm a truck driver. Okay. And I fueled trains specifically at the yard I I was at. Uh, just in that one year at the yard, we had five derailments two significant. My gosh. Uh, and uh, that's not counting the ones that that happened. That was not. At the yard. Well, you know, if you're, uh, if, you're,
4: if you're the transportation secretary, I would think that is a bigger problem than not enough uh, black or brown construction workers, don't you think?
6: Yes. And and I don't know if you know it or not, but there is a company out here that they're on standby and that's their job is just to go out and recover train derailment. Wow, unbelievable.
4: All right, David, I appreciate it very much. Good input. One open line, 800 655 Mike. Coming up, uh, wow, John Fetterman, the senator from Pennsylvania, checks himself into the hospital for a mental health crisis. i got to get your take on it next.
6: Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free.
0: You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth.
6: Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400.
0: Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Portions of the following program may contain pre-recorded material.
2: This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. And the fact that we have not cleaned up the, the the train crash, the fact that these
0: chemicals are still seeping in the ground is an insult to the people who live in East Palestine.
1: So when they're telling you that the two things you cannot have are guns and prayer, you know for a fact that those are the two things you need most.
2: Big labor unions have taken over public education.
1: That's bad for parents, bad for kids bad for america
2: now from the relief com studios here's mike gallagher there's a
4: lot of bad news in the air right now but there's a lot of good stuff happening and i you know it dawned on me we spend too much time talking about really bad stuff and there is there's a lot of weird stuff happening a lot of confusion in america we're shooting down weather balloons um uh, it just uh, one thing, uh, this train derailment in East Palestine. And then there's a little story that has really captured my heart, and I want to share it with you. There's actually two stories I want to share with you this hour, and I want to make sure that you, uh, you have a chance to respond. Around-the-clock prayer services that have lingered for over a week at a little university in Kentucky have drawn worldwide attention. People from all over the country are flocking to Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. They have been en- students there have been engaged in a continual worship service in the school's chapel since February 8th. Now, last Wednesday, they had a, a worship service there and the students just stayed. They just kept praying. They kept singing. They kept doing testimonies and altar calls and people finding their way to the Lord. The services have since grown to pack the school's chapel with worshipers from all over the country. According to Christianity Today, they quote an associate professor. It's praise and worship, honestly. Nobody's snake handling it. It's just praise and worship that's going 24-7. Now, the left is going to hate this. They're going to criticize it. Let them. Let them. This was a student-led revival, and that's the word here that it, it should be used. This is a spirit. This is a revival. This is watching a place that I don't even know where Wilmore, Kentucky, is. I'd like to go. In fact, I'm really itching to go. I think I may go. I may go early next week. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. I have no idea. But you know something? A story was told on Tucker Carlson's show last night that almost made me cry. Tucker revealed that he was so impressed with what's happening at Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky, that he wanted to send a crew. He wanted to send cameras and a reporter and cover it. And the school contacted Tucker Carlson's producers and said, hey, no disrespect to Tucker or Fox News. We like Tucker. We like his show. But having TV cameras here would change everything. This isn't about publicity. This isn't about being on television. And we would ask respectfully that you not come. And Tucker said on television, camera last night god bless them for turning us down god bless them for saying no to our request to go cover it there's an actual revival going on with round the clock round the clock praise and worship and haters are going to hate i got a text when i first talked about this Earlier today, oh, if it's got Bob Smith involved, you better stay away from it, Mike. Be wary. be wary of the Already the critics, even I guess on our side, are coming out of the woodwork, criticizing this beautiful moment in our country. Gosh, it's it's unreal. It's like the criticism of the He Gets Us campaign. You're driving people to the Bible and you wanna you wanna criticize it? A multi million dollar campaign to try to turn as many people as possible to the Lord, and you want to pick it apart and whine about it. Oh, it's too progressive. Oh, Jesus was a refugee. Oh, they're progressives. The message is to drive people to read the Bible. That's their goal. You do a little, just a cursory bit of research. That's what it's about. Honest to gosh, we fight about everything, don't we? Why would anybody care about a small school in Kentucky hosting or or being the, the, the location and, and having this revival? And as of according to Christianity today, as of Tuesday, Groups of students from 22 other higher education institutions have traveled to the school to partake in the revival. One, The the president of Asbury, Kevin Brown, told a local station, we would say there is just a spirit of the Lord in this place, really burrowed its way into the hearts and minds of our students, staff, faculty, and our community. He said, it gives me so much hope. That this next generation, this Gen Z generation, does not have to be defined by anxiety, but they can be defined by hope. Wow. Praise God. I mean, how do you not lift this up? How do you—why do people constantly have to—and it's just the culture we're in. It's the absolute—it's the way we react to everything— Everything is a battle. Everything. Oh, an ad campaign on the Super Bowl saying that Jesus should be a relevant part of our lives. Oh, it's terrible! Oh, it's awful. We got, got, stop it! What's wrong with you? And yeah, I know these are even some of my colleagues who wanna who wanna complain about it. I, I, I think it's a, an occupational hazard. We are instinctively conditioned to fight about everything. Everything. And that includes spirituality. Have you seen the Chosen series on TV? Have you seen that series about Jesus Christ? Do you know how many Gen Zers are watching the Chosen? I'm sure that's being criticized by secularists and argumentative people who've got, a, who got a, an ax to grind. Well, I say let's stop grinding the ax, and let's just recognize a beautiful moment for being a beautiful moment. Portions of our show brought to you by Pure Talk. As we dive into this, I hope you take your Pure Talk phone and you call me at eight hundred six five five 655 mike and tell me what you think. 800-655-6453, because when the going gets tough, You can count on Pure Talk to be there in your corner, the no-contract wireless company, my cell phone company, the only wireless company that offers a 100% money-back guarantee. That's right. Pure Talk is so sure you're going to love their ultra-fast 5G service that if you don't, you don't love it, they're going to give you your money back. They don't do that with these other cell phone companies. Pure Talk does. Pure Talk is owned by a veteran. Pure Talk has a customer service team based here in in the United States, and they've got you covered. With a money-back guarantee, dial pound 250, just say Mike Gallagher. You'll save 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250 and say keyword Mike Gallagher to make the switch, like I did, to Pure Talk. Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless, restrictions apply. See site for details. Chris in Maryland says that his pastor and the pastor's family went to this Asbury revival. Is that true, Chris? Hey, Mike. Yeah, it is. Tell Uh, me
6: about it. His wife... his wife is an Asbury alum, and uh, he, he said that it was just an amazing experience, an amazing time of worship. Uh, he said that he, he's really been feeling that this revival is sweeping uh, the country, and Asbury is just the start of it. But um, I mean, this is something that he and and we, all of us who believe in the Lord, have, have been waiting for for yeah. a long time. Oh and, yeah, and yeah.
4: We need it. I, was, was, I hear, yeah. it, I hear it, I hear it every day, Chris. I, honest to goodness, Chris, I probably hear uh, from a, 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 at least one email or texter a day that says we need a spiritual revival in America. You know what solves or 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 can help us get through? All of our challenges, all of our curses, all of our burdens? Well, you know the answer. And it's not here on this earth. 1-800-655-MIKE. I want to go. I really do. Tracy said that it's uh, just outside of Lexington. I guess it's not too far from Lexington, so I could get into Lexington easy. And I would just love, just on a very selfish level, I want to witness this with with my own eyes. I'm supposed to go to see Peg and Joey this weekend on the lake. Maybe I can talk Peg and Joey into going to, going to, uh, Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. I'll bet I could. This is right up their alley. I'll bet you, I'll bet ya I could. We could do a detour. I mean, instead of riding around on the boat on the lake, how about going to Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky? Hey, Joey, Peg, I'll get that plane to make a little detour. What do you think? Eight hundred six five five Mike. Here's a great text message, very insightful from somebody in Pennsylvania. The anti-God narcissists love conflict. The anti-God narcissists love conflict. Wow, pretty profound. There's good news in this country. There's good. There are good things happening. And uh, I think we ought to spend more time talking about what's good about the country rather than what's bad about it. Speaking of bad things, in Ohio... The governor there, Mike DeWine, is addressing reporters. We'll give you an update and tell you what Governor DeWine is saying. Maybe he'll respond to being turned down by the Biden administration for federal assistance for that gigantic train derailment in East Palestine. Wow. That and more coming up. Busy edition of the Mike Gallagher Show Breaking News Friday. We're glad you're here in the ReliefFactor.com studios. If you
2: miss any part of the Mike Gallagher Show, you can hear all the important moments from the show when you subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. Show.
0: Does he think DeSantis jumps in? DeSantis doesn't need to. He,
6: I envision him as our president someday, but, but not right now. Everybody I speak with in Florida, they all love him. And he does set the tone for, I'd say, every other governor in the nation. I think he's our best governor. And he should stay governor for a bit longer. He's young. You know, he, he, has, he has decades ahead of him.
2: In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. Getting a lot of reaction to what's going on at
4: this Christian, Univers- Christian University in Kentucky. Oh, I'm going. I'm absolutely, I am. I'm going to go. I'm starting to look at trying to, f- when I can fly in and no broadcast, Eric. Don't worry. We're not going to do the show from there. I'm just going to try to get there and experience it and witness it. I will tell you about it because yeah, there's some good stuff happening in this country. Here was Tucker last night. Uh, we found the clip. This is This is something you don't hear very often. Um, a, a cable news host thanking a place they wanted to go for turning them down. But listen to the way Tucker characterized this. It brought, a, it, really, it brought
1: tears to my eyes. Well, more than a week ago, students at Asbury University in Kentucky gathered for a service in the school chapel. One boy stood up, unbidden, and in the most honest possible terms began to reveal his deepest personal flaws to the whole group. In Christian language, this is called confession. Now, the moment the boy did this, the atmosphere changed palpably. People in the room said they could feel a presence, a spirit, they said, that made them feel joyful and liberated. And so they stayed. The church service never ended. It's still going on tonight. We told you about all this last night, and we interviewed the school's student body president. After the show, we found ourselves still thinking about it. We didn't fully understand what was happening at Asbury, and we don't really understand it now. We're not sure anyone does understand it. But whatever is going on seemed wonderful, seemed like the sort of thing we badly need more of. So we started making plans to go to Kentucky on Friday tomorrow to see the service for ourselves. And then this morning, a remarkable thing happened. We got a call from Asbury University asking us not to come. It's not personal, they said, they like our show. But the ongoing service at Asbury is purely spiritual. It's got nothing to do with politics or business. No one there is making money from it or planning a run for office. It's mostly just young people worshiping God, young people finding meaning and answers in a country that increasingly doesn't offer much of either. It's not really a place for TV cameras. And we understood that. In fact, we deeply respected it. When you work in television, you run into a lot of people who want publicity. You almost never meet anyone who doesn't want publicity. And when you do meet people who don't want publicity, they're either doing something wrong or, in the rarest of all cases, they're doing something right. Something so right and so beautiful and so true that media coverage can't enhance it. It can only detract from it. We think that's what's happening at Asbury University. God bless them for turning us down. God bless them for turning us down. And Tucker's
4: right. It's not a place for cameras or microphones. It's just a good old-fashioned revival. Maybe this message will, will spread all over the land. How 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 can you find fault with that? How how unhappy do you have to be to find fault with that? We've got a caller on hold who claims that he does, and I don't even know if I want to take it. I, I may not. I'm in too good a place right now. My hunch is he's a troll. There's no way, even a, even an atheist would care that a bunch of people are being uplifted by a spiritual round the clock round the clock worship. At a little Christian university in Kentucky, there's just no way. There's just no way. Should I take this caller or not? I don't know. What do you think, Derek Yuri? Should I take it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's kind. Of, it's just going to detract, right? It's just going to. It's just going to sidewise. It's just going to derail this positive moment that we're having right now. Look at all these people who are, who are texting the keyword Spider Man to see the, uh, the video of this this person who played Spider, who showed up in this little cancer patient's hotel, uh, hospital room and took care of him and spent the day with him. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful thing. Gosh, it's beautiful. Um, let me tell you about a spiritual revival you could take on your own. And incidentally, give me a little vote on my text message. I'll watch the text line, the my pillow text line right now at eight hundred six five five 655 mike Yes or no, if I should talk to Scott in Minneapolis, who told Tracy he's secular... And he doesn't like that these people are praying in the church. Do you want me to talk to him or not? Yes or no? Take a vote. Eight hundred six five five mike My instinct is, nah, not going to waste my time. I'm not going to waste your time with that kind of negativity. There's too much. There's. We, let's focus on goodness right now and light, not darkness. And believe me, that's dark. If you sit around in your little life in Minneapolis and say, I don't like that people are praying... In in uh, Wilmore, Kentucky, gosh, how unhappy you have to be! Just how miserable a person you got to be, right? And I don't think I need to make every anybody else miserable. But I mean, you can vote on it eight hundred six five five Mike eight hundred six five five six four five three. You you uh, can text us your comments to that number eight hundred six five five Mike. So far it looks like there's one yes vote out of about 50 no. <laughs> Scott, you're not doing so well right now in the voting. Um, I vote that you come with us to Israel you want to talk about a revival you want to talk about you want to talk about changing your heart and your mind? Dennis Prager and I are going to host another group of listeners to the Holy Land. October 25th, November 3rd it's the stand with Israel tour. And it's going to be so much fun. It's going to It will change your life. You want to talk about a positive trip? This isn't like going to the beach. Together, we're going to go through all kinds of incredibly amazing sights. You're going to return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of visiting Israel, this is your chance. And now's the time to sign up. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Or call 855-565-5519. 855-565-5519. And come join us. You, we're going we're gonna to see things that you absolutely won't want to miss. Things that you've learned about growing up at church, Sunday school, from the Bible. We're going to bring it to life for you. The Stand With Israel Tour. And I, I sure hope. You can join us. Standwithisraeltour.com or call them for details. There is no, incidentally, no vaccine requirement, no vaccine mandate. That's all gone now. Standwithisraeltour.com or call 855-565-5519. It looks like most of the calls now, the text messages, are saying yes. And you know why they're saying yes? Maybe, just maybe, you can get through to him. And that's got my attention. One texter said Be a fisher of men. So let me try. Scott in Minneapolis, are you really unhappy about the revival going on in Kentucky?
6: I wouldn't go so far as to say I'm unhappy, but in a larger sense, I don't think it's a good thing. And by the way, I'm an extremely happy and positive person. I'm laughing listening to you talk about how unhappy I must be. I'm well known as the most positive person that people know, but I'm an atheist. So as
4: an atheist, why do you care if a bunch of people are in a chapel in Kentucky? Why would that bother you, the atheist in Minneapolis, Scott? How could that, how could that, how could that, how could you
6: criticize that? Because those people vote. And when you buy into a religion, any religion, I don't care if it's Islam or Judaism or Christianity, you're buying into a fantasy and that, puts you, that makes you a chump who's going to believe anything that politicians tell you, any lies.
4: And you think calling most of America chumps makes you a happy person, that you're happy? Do you realize, Scott, that if you and your atheist buddies in Minneapolis wanted to have a meeting uh, down at the uh, Sunshine Tavern this weekend, and you all wanted to gather and talk about how rotten religion is and how there is no God, no one would care. Do you realize that we don't care about you being an atheist? Why do you care about other people
6: believing what they believe? Why does that bother you? Because it affects me. It affects the world. Well, sure and it if does. more people were atheists, the world would be a better place. I
4: mean, it affects you. We're a Judeo-Christian nation. That's got to really tear you apart. You're an atheist living in a Judeo-Christian nation, right?
6: I know you're invested in thinking this is a Judeo-Christian. This is a secular nation. I'm not invested in we anything. I'm telling you we're,
4: we're in a Judeo-Christian nation. That's a, that's a fact. You're going to dispute
6: know, I, that? I know you believe I know you believe that. No, I dispute that. We live in a secular nation. We have a separation of church and state. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Which our court system and our politics are all secular. Well,
4: if our court system is secular... You can swear on any book you want. But you can swear. On, you swear on the Bible. The first thing they present in the courtroom is a Bible. Why is that? Right, and you can opt you can opt for what? a different book. if oh, you, don't you can want opt the Bible. you can we're opt out. But, but if we're a secular nation, they wouldn't offer a Bible to swear on, Scott. If we're a secular nation, you wouldn't start every session of Congress with a prayer. If you're a secular nation, I wish it, they wouldn't do that. Well, you wish they wouldn't. And I know you wish that because you wish you. Now, listen, you choose happiness, you choose misery, and you know what, Scott. The good thing about talking to you is you got a whole bunch of people praying for you right now. And that I mean that I'm not saying that to insult you. I'm not saying that to be mean to you. There's a bunch of people listening to you who are praying for you because you are you, you 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 know you could benefit from prayer. You can choose light. You can choose happiness. You don't have to be. I have. You don't I, have. I, no. You know, but come it's, on.
6: Nobody's, it's a stereotype. It's what? a stereotype that atheists are unhappy. Well, We're no. Incredibly happy. Well,
4: no. I, I'm I'm listening to your own words. I'm not I'm not trying to stereotype you. I'm acknowledging that you just called almost everybody in Minneapolis a chump. I mean, do you realize well, we, what do
6: they call? What would, they, what would they call an atheist? I mean, we, we, would they we, say, so we pray, would they we pray, say we pray for you. Is that, is that uh, we, nice?
4: We pray for you. We pray for your soul. We pray for you. But am I, but you, am I, but am I going to hell? Well, do you think you, I'm doomed? You know, you know what's going to happen? But it, well, let let's put it this way. When you die, and we're all going to die, you might be in for a big surprise. And I'm going to hate thinking about the moment where Scott from Minneapolis says, Oh my gosh! That big mouth on the radio was right after all. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I hate that for you. I don't want that to happen to you
6: because it's not going to go oh, well. Very kind of you. I don't want I don't want you to die and realize. Oh my God! There's nothing. Well, That's if there's gonna nothing, I'm not
4: going to realize it. I'm now. Am I? If there's nothing, Scott, why would you worry about it? Because there won't be anything. I thought you just said you don't think there's anything after we die. There's no afterlife. Because, there's no heaven, because, right?
6: Because the truth will set you free. The, that's why. Ah, uh, there there's you go. A, there,
4: you'll know the truth. There's, there's a troll. There's a troll comment. If there ever was one, you were doing pretty well till that troll comment. You're not a troll. I just think you're, 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 you're sad. But I honestly, we are praying for you, and, and I mean that. I, I know that you know you've t- sort of convinced yourself that you're, you're a okay, but you're not. Um, and I, I hope someday you will absolutely open your eyes before it's too late. Back to good news, 15 minutes before the hour in the ReliefFactor.com studio. And by the way, I'm glad that I did take that call. Thank you for uh, the smart smart listeners who text me and say, no, no, take it, be a fisher of men, and I guarantee you, he's thinking about it. He may not admit it, he may not realize it, but he's thinking about it. 14 before the hour, 800-655-MIKE. Happy Friday!
2: Watch The Mike Gallagher Show anywhere, anytime on the Salem News Channel app. Download it on your favorite device today and take Mike wherever you go. Stream anywhere on any device. The Mike Gallagher Show on TV, right in your pocket.
5: Oh, this is such low-hanging fruit on a talk show for a Friday. Mike Reno and the Boys of Loverboy. We're working nice for the weekend, morning. Mike.
4: I'm going to the lake.
5: <laughs> what are your weekend plans? I am headed to South Carolina to see my Whoa. dear friends Peg and Joey. Excellent, excellent,
4: excellent, excellent, excellent. Good, good, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm. Can I, can I b- b- boast a little bit and get people mad at me for you know? getting to gloat about how, how lucky a guy I am, I've joined this air charter club.
6: Oh, and I'm, no. So I'm flying private.
4: Because you can't really get from Tampa oh. to where they live at Lake Kiwi without a whole lot of connections and everything else. Oh and so my. there's this monthly club, and it's a cool little plane. It's a Piaggio 82. It's like a oh. turboprop. Let's let's Google that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's a cool plane. It's a really it neat aircraft. Mm-hmm. It flies like a jet, but it's really a turboprop, so it's a uh. bit cheaper than a jet. I mean, private jets are so goofy expensive. You know, for all these rich celebrities who fly around on private jets... That is like blank you money because it's it's like twenty thirty thousand dollars an hour to go. I mean, who can do that? So this is actually not I mean, it's not reasonable. it's it's expensive, but it's for for, for private travel, it's pretty pretty affordable. Now here's the catch. So I tell them, hey, can I get out at this certain time? I want to try to get out at twelve noon, you know, and go right into the, the Coney airport in South Carolina. Brian. And they're like, uh, best we can do is 3 o'clock for your first trip. 3 o'clock is a bet. And so I'm, I'm losing three hours, which kind of defeats the purpose of, of doing it, because you want to go on your schedule. But you sort of are at the, you know, I'm sure it has to do with other people who rent them and take them, lease them or whatever. And But I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I am feel a little stupid because if I would had done all the connections, I'd still get there at about the same time and I'd save it's, a lot of
5: money. It's all right. It sounds like an adventure and you deserve it. And I'm going to tell you part of the reason why you deserve it is because of the levels of broadcasting that we are achieving in this segment. Yesterday, Mike, you and I achieved peak Eminem. I don't Uh-oh. know what kind of reaction, I don't know what kind of reactions you got, but people just love loved the moment and i'm actually going to take 20 seconds as we begin before we get into all the other stuff from the week gone by and in this very heavy news day. When you brought up the very, very weird moment in the Super Bowl interview with Damar Hamlin and Michael Strahan, yeah. where Mike Michael asked him, you know, did the doctors ever comment on what they thought happened to you? And right. he had a very, very weird pause. And then, I, I I don't want to get into that right now. And then, you know, you you very responsibly invoked the notion of, hmm, might this be a Another example of who knows what might have happened mm. suspiciously to a young, healthy person. And I mm. had a little fun with you and called you Tucker, who lives to invoke the vaccine for anything that ever happens well, then, to anybody yeah. under 90. Oh, no, I, then, no, no, no. I think, you, I think you went on to call me Alex Jones. I did. And that was while you were calling me Rachel Walensky and then yes, eventually Fauci, Fauci <laughs> for, <yeah. laughs> for, for, for trying to hold back just a little bit. I uh-huh. thought, let's take a second. It only takes about 15 or 20. Here's Michael Strahan asking that story, and I have to hand it to you. This is weird. How did Doctor describe what happened to you?
2: Um,
0: um, that's something I want to stay away from.
5: I actually, mean, it, I'm going to stay away from that. That's something I want to stay away from. It now gets weird. What, it gets weirder I, every time I say. So something's going on there. I don't you better know believe what, there is. Anyway, and now, and now the, the narrative I got from a lot of our
4: our our, our viewers and listeners is that mm-hmm. he's been told you're to give a certain answer, Damn. and if not, you wind up losing your gig. You wind up losing. You're going to get fined. I mean, I can't imagine the NFL could fine him for truthfully answering what. Because believe me, he knows. Mark, he knows. There's no way a patient who went into cardiac arrest, who essentially died on the football field, hasn't, hasn't had been that told by the doctors yep. what you don't what think, they he think happened. Yep, yeah, so. well, I'm a healthy young football player. Yeah. What happened to me? Oh, yep. I, 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 he doesn't have an answer. No, he knows. So the question becomes, what why wouldn't it? he say it? What would well, it that be? Is correct, and man. and I pointed out, you got you. I mean, you got gave me a hard time about. Because uh, a lot of people think it's vaccine related. Well, but, uh, another, another theory is: what if he saw the
5: light? What if he, what, if he had a know, very can't, spiritual can't, moment? He died. Going, yeah, I'm going back to that. Well, what, what would be wrong? What what, what, no, no, no. That listen. I, what would be wrong with sharing that? You but you first of all, that was very personal. But that wasn't Strahan's question. Strahan's question was: What did the doctors say happened? It's you know, what like do they tell somewhat... you? What happened to you? Right. Well, I, but mean, what, I mean, that's yeah, asking yeah. what a doctor said. That seems like a very different notion than, a if, straightforward he had, question. If, than if he had one of those NDEs, as they're called, near death experiences, which I, you know, give to anybody to analyze however they wish. I can't see how that would be any restraint on him for
4: Well no, I don't get that. it. And 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 here's a text know. message I just got from Dallas. And and bless their heart, whoever just texted this, I don't mean to beat you up, but the naivete is strong here, uh, Obi Wan. Listen to this. <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't want to share his personal medical information. Oh, please. The whole world knows about his medical information. Bet, the whole world yes. was praying for him. They they raised, he got he got millions and millions of dollars for his charity, which is a splendid story. That's a beautiful story. He had like a, was it a, it was a literacy thing, right? I think it was a, a you know, an outreach to, uh, you know, kids and, you know. Uh, uh, you know, at-risk kids and at-risk youth. It, he had a goal of like thirty-five thousand dollars for some
5: campaign. He has like ten million in there That's now. I guess mean, everybody went nuts. They wanted to do something. They got so, the best so library
4: now in the in the whole yes. free yes. world. And I gold mean, this thing gold-plated bo-
5: gold <laughs>
4: books. I mean, you know, the, all on conveyor belts. I mean, ancient first editions of
5: eighteenth-century stuff from the colonies. They, they exactly got <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls are in there now. Originals. Uh, I, I mean, but but see, people do. T- and and bless
4: their heart. Sure. I mean, well, maybe doesn't want to share. People mm. want to give a guy like Demar Hamlin the benefit of the doubt, and we sure. all do. You know, I don't sure. want to beat up on the guy. And incidentally, while we're on the subject of medical stuff, yeah, I don't want to beat going? up. I don't want to beat up on John Fetterman either. Of course I mean, not. I, this, this guy is going through it, but, but there's but. two things can be true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, at the same time, number one, we could be praying for him and hoping. Mm-hmm. And for people who don't know, I mean, he he uh, checked himself after consultation with a doctor. It wasn't yeah. really him. They they are telling him, "You got to get to the hospital." And typically, when somebody is. You know, it, it admitted to the hospital for a mental health issue like this. It's yeah. because the doctors feel that he could be, you know, put himself at harm or yeah. somebody around him at har- in harm's way. So he's going through something awful. We know, of course, his physical problems. Mm-hmm. Now he's got mental health problems. Uh, And uh, nobody wants anything bad to happen to this guy. Every prayer for his good uh, health. His wife, his kids. I mean, they're going through a lot. Now, is he qualified to be a United States senator? And, of course, the answer is no. But, Mark, the problem with talking about it this way... He wasn't qualified before the election. Well,
5: but OK. Wow. All right. Well, let, he me wasn't. To, let me go to the Q word as you define it, and, and which I think is going to be interesting. is definitely going to be interesting. One of his aides ha- had a statement that said the Senator Fetterman has uh, 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 shown up at Walter Reed Army Medical Center, uh, checked himself in for clinical depression. Uh, he... he, he I think there was a line from from one of his assistants, one of his aides, one of his spokespeople, who said that he has had these. This has been an issue for him on and off over the years. Did we know that? Did voters know that? That know that? And we, of course, we don't want to stigmatize. Mark, I mean, depra- did, did you? Would it have mattered? Do you think the voters
4: of Pennsylvania um, would have cared? I mean, you <laughs> know no, 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 something no, no. I got to I got to apply not. the Mark I got to apply know. the Mark Davis rule to the yep. Pennsylvania voters. Mark yep. Davis says re- repeatedly, you'd vote for a disembodied head if it's a Republican. Yes, so yes. guess what? They ca- I I don't mean to be cruel here, no, but I understand. Pennsylvania voters voted for a guy who needed, you know, visuals in order to understand what was being said. People know exactly what they were voting for. They knew he's not ca- he is
5: not capable of functioning. <laughs> yeah, much Better a word capable, because you talked about qualifications. That may be the I wrong word. No, yeah, no, never, no you're fine. Stuff. Everybody's definition of qualifications can vary, but but can he do the actual job, unable to process the English language incoming or outgoing as a functioning human being does, and now r- r- racked with who knows what kind of clinical depression issue, there's there's already buzz in Pennsylvania, of course most of it comes from Republicans, for him to, to go ahead and step down and let the governor uh, appoint an interim person. I don't for a minute think that's gonna happen to
4: you. Oh, you know and you know who it'll you know who it's
5: gonna be? You're, are you ready, but Dr. Oz? No, his wife. <laughs> oh, that's his right. wife. D- Democrat governor, Democrat governor in Pennsylvania. No, so. do you know who the do you, do you know who the Democrat governor is going to appoint? Uh, Fetterman's wife, Mrs. Fetterman. Yeah, who? Mrs. A lot of Fetterman.
4: See. She's a, she was an illegal for yeah. that's a, that. There's that bonus, that fun yeah. fact. Apparently, I, I think she was illegal. You can fact check me on she that. Got but I, know, yeah.
5: mm-hmm.
4: but I think she is, and she. If he's radical, have you seen her? I oh, have, indeed. boy. So, but that, but guess what? Uh, you know, elections have consequences. The Democrat yeah. governor gets to do that. H- right. There'll be a lot of pressure on him to appoint G- Giselle Fernandez. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Janelle um, uh, Fetterman to mm-hmm. be uh, to be the, the the you know the. The placeholder, it's a mess. And Pennsylvania voters, but again, it's hard for me to lose my mind over because one of my best friends in the world would vote for a disembodied head. Well, let's so flip the coin. Let,
5: let's flip the coin and let's say that it is my state of Texas and there let's say it's Ted Cruz running no it's not about Ted Cruz. Let, let's say Cornyn doesn't run in twenty six, and we got a Republican and a Democrat for, for the vital other Senate Texas, Texas Senate seat. And right. we have a Dem- strong Democrat running new dog on it, trying to turn Texas Purple, if not blue, that it's kind of a Beto thing. Maybe that Republican seat is really in jeopardy. And we learn that our Republican candidate, a hypothetical Republican candidate, has either a a stroke or b a depression history or both. Right. Primaries right. are over. It's that guy versus that guy or gal versus gal. What are you going to do? You going to vote for him? Hell yes. Well, that Hell, you're disembodied head. Because disembodied the, alter- the alternative, the alternative to our flawed tricky problematic Republican is a healthy vigorous Democrat and that's a shoot no at any given time so
4: well eh. uh, I mean th- and uh, speaking of uh, healthy Democrats I dare you to go back uh, Don Lemon comes to mind uh, boy, that <laughs> I, played, I, played it, I played it it's, well, you already played it this morning <laughs> oh, for those that I'm, don't
5: know Nikki Haley talked about a, a, a test for, for a cognitive test for anybody over 75 and I want to talk to you about whether you think that's a good idea I probably don't but it got a whole narrative going and Don Lemon said boy this whole thing about age makes me uncomfortable. Nikki Haley's 50 talking about this. She's not in her prime and her t- the two female co-hosts like rose up out of their chairs. Excuse me? What what he said if you- Don Lemon said if you google when is a woman in her prime? It's 20s, it's 30s and his day got very interesting after that.
4: Oh, interesting is an understatement. Do you know uh, newsflash he isn't at work today. That he didn't what? show up. Yeah, he's off. He did not he did not show up for oh, work today. Oh, so, they'd this, either, is,
5: okay. Yeah,
3: uh, uh, all right. Yep. So
5: Don Lemon said a stupid thing. Wow, shocker. Is is he is is he? Are going to cancel conspicu- him now? Conspicuously, well, and cancel him. Here's how, how the New York Post. Here's the apology. Here's the. Say, New- listen, well, I said sort something did. stupid. I'm sorry. He did. Yeah. Well,
4: kind of. It was a half-hearted apology. He didn't uh, sound sorry, but he sort of yeah. said, "I'm sorry." Here's uh, the New York Post editorial board this morning. Here's why CNN should fire blowhard Don uh, Lemon. Uh, that's not um, why. I mean, well, that's... It, it's if, but it's uh, more. It's 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 but it's a and I'm uncomfortable with this too because I don't want to see I'm like, no. you, I, I got in. We got enough problems in our own world, you yes. know, but but here's what the New York Post says. Don Lemon bafflingly seems to be a protected figure at CNN, uh, despite his unethical act- actions. Text messages reveal he was counseling race attack fabricator Jussie Smollett and tipping him off to a police investigation. That's okay. true, by the way. That, yes. he, he's the same host who said male athletes are more interesting to watch than women. Um, and now there's recent reporting that he's screaming at his female co-hosts for interrupting him.
5: Okay. Now again, I, I, but I'm with you. I, it's like okay, mm. fire him. Mm. How about apologize and move on? And but if he's a if he's a toxic employee, that's another thing too. But well, firing that's the people thing. for stuff they say on the air maybe it's because of what we do for a living. Maybe that's that's just really that's a place that I want to go. Thirty seconds, co- mandatory cognitive test for all politicians seventy five and over. It's not oh, come it, on. It's that's not a stupid. good idea. Voters should a, desi- voters should decide. Again, Leave that alone.
4: Like I said yesterday on the show. You know the example that refutes that
5: John Fetterman, he's fifty-eight, and, so, and you get Biden on a good day could probably pass the test today. So and me or you weird. on a bad day, we're in trouble. I <laughs> would fail, you I'd I'd fail. fail I would, I would have Let, failed it
4: Wednesday. <laughs> let's let's go out with a, with some inspiration. Are you following this beautiful story, the Asbury revival at Willmore University in Willmore, Kentucky? Asbury University, they have, they, Hey, we're witnessing a revival.
5: This is I a mean, days and, long.
4: Tell everybody what it is because it's beautiful. Well, it's around-the-clock prayer services that have been yep. have been going on for over a week. Students in this little school have engaged in continual worship. It started at, sort of organically. Students didn't leave following a chapel service. Yeah, uh, it's praise and it's worship, and now it's drawing people from all over the world. Yeah, here's what's so cool. You know me; I'm a Tucker Carlson disciple, right? I mean, I'm and and really, boy, Fox News is in the hot house right now with all kinds of stuff about text messages between Tucker and Laura and on and about Trump's executives. About, yep, yep, yep. Maybe we could talk tackle that on Monday because I've got Let's lots do. to say about that. Because mm-hmm. guess what? If you've got an opinion about the election in America, one way or another, you shouldn't be committed to an institution. <laughs> I, pardon me. You're <laughs> allowed you. to say, I Thank don't you. know that the election yes. was, was legit. And guess After what? It. You're also allowed to say you think it was completely legit. You're allowed to have an opinion. Or anything Just, in between. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. I mean, but, but, but hey, Fox News isn't they, they want to take Fox down. and they're, they're, the big, they're the big dogs. They're the number one cable news player. Uh, but Tucker last night announced that they wanted to send, they wanted to go there. They wanted to cover this Asbury uh, cool. University, and they respectfully said, please don't come. And they said to Tucker, we like your show, we appreciate your efforts. TV cameras will change the dynamic. This is legitimate. God bless. Them. Genuine. So and th- cool. And you know what's so cool? Tucker said, God bless them for turning Absolutely. us down. Isn't and that as, the neatest thing? Two
5: things as we leave. Number one, there's, there's something. Somebody texted me yesterday and said uh, that we missed something huge. We just missed something huge, and we did. The passing of Raquel Welch. Now, you're a little yeah. younger than me. What was the first movie where she started to drive you insane for me? I was too young for 100 million years BC. That was like 1966. You were six. I was nine. Yeah, I don't, re- as, I don't remember as ta- much. Of- as time play. Oh.
4: <laughs> no, I don't remember much about her work even. I mean, what Whoa. was she? The, the, were, you know a, was- were
5: you a boy in America in the 70s? Dude. Six? Oh, the- yes. well, well, ten, no. I guess. I don't know. No, rego- I think rego- I was. But I not was- just for pulchritude or beauty. She was just an amazing star. She passed away at 82 this past week and was just an amazing force of nature. And speaking of forces of nature, you and me on stage in color live three dimensions in grapevine on April 18th. Mike and Mark, get your tickets now at 660ameanswer.com. com. All right. All Have right. Happy weekend. weekend. Safe I'll, travels. Uh, I'll You'll check travel in stories. with,
4: uh, well, let's hope that plane <laughs> stays in the air. Uh, kind, of, kind of a weird experience. I'll tell we you about
0: it. All we, right. We, see we. you